Today is the 7th day of April. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is a pleasure to be here with you. As we collectively reach out and turn the knob and push open the door and step into a brand new week together. And oh, the changing of the seasons is a nice thing. Uh, It can be erratic, right? But so can the changing of the seasons in our lives. And so it's nice uh, to see change happening around us and new life being formed here in the Northern Hemisphere. I realize that those of you in the Southern Hemisphere are moving your way into autumn, but that's also a beautiful change of seasons. And so anyway, it's a pleasure to be here with you now in all of it. And so as we move into this new week, we'll read from a new translation this week the New International Version. And uh, we're still working our way through the book of Deuteronomy, which is the final things that Moses has to say to the children of Israel before he uh, he disappears into history. He leaves, he goes up Mount Moab, sees the Holy Land, the Promised Land, and then he dies and Joshua will lead the people forward. But here we are listening to Moses say the final things he needs to say. And we will conclude that. We will conclude the book of Deuteronomy this week. But now, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 1, through 32, verse 27. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I am now 120 years old. And I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, You shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you. As the Lord said, And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So Moses wrote down this law and gave it to the Levitical priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and to all the elders of Israel. Then Moses commanded them, At the end of every seven years, in the year for canceling debts, During the festival of tabernacles, 
when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, you shall read this law before them in their hearing. Assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the foreigners residing in your towns, so they can listen and learn to fear the Lord your God and follow carefully all the words of this law. Their children, who do not know this law, must hear it and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. The Lord said to Moses, Now the day of your death is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meeting where I will commission him. So Moses and Joshua came and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. Then the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud, and the cloud stood over the entrance to the tent. And the Lord said to Moses, You are going to rest with your ancestors, and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they are entering. They will forsake me, and break the covenant I made with them. And in that day I will become angry with them and forsake them. I will hide my face from them, and they will be destroyed. Many disasters and calamities will come on them, and in that day they will ask, Have not these disasters come on us because our God is not with us? And I will certainly hide my face in that day because of all their wickedness in turning to other gods. Now write down this song and teach it to the Israelites and have them sing it so that it may be a witness for me against them. When I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their ancestors, and when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And when many disasters and calamities come on them, this song will testify against them, because it will not be forgotten by their descendants. I know what they are disposed to do. Even before I bring them into the land, I promise them on oath. So Moses wrote down this song that day and taught it to the Israelites. The Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun. Be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath, and I myself will be with you. After Moses finished writing in a book the words of this law from beginning to end, he gave this command to the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. There it will remain as a witness against you, for I know how rebellious and stiff-necked you are. If you have been rebellious against the Lord while I am still alive and with you, how much more will you rebel after I die? Assemble before me all the elders of your tribes and all your officials, 
so that I can speak these words in their hearing and call the heavens and earth to testify against them. For I know that after my death, you are sure to become utterly corrupt and to turn from the way I have commanded you. In days to come, disaster will fall on you because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord and arouse his anger by what your hands have made. And Moses recited the words of this song from beginning to end in the hearing of the whole assembly of Israel. Listen, you heavens, and I will speak. Hear, you earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain, and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass like abundant rain on tender plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His works are perfect and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. They are corrupt and not his children. To their shame, they are a warped and crooked generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, you foolish and unwise people? Is he not your father, your creator, who made you and formed you? Remember the days of old. Consider the generations long past. Ask your father and he will tell you your elders, and they will explain to you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided all mankind, he set up boundaries for the peoples according to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is allotted inheritance. In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him. No foreign god was with him. He made him ride on the heights of the land and fed him with the fruits of the fields. He nourished him with honey from the rock and with oil from the flinty crag, with curds and milk from herd and flock, and with fattened lambs and goats, with choice rams of Bashan and the finest kernels of wheat. You drank the foaming blood of the grape. Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. Filled with food, they became heavy and sleek. They abandoned the God who made them and rejected the rock, their savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods and angered him with their detestable idols. They sacrificed to false gods, which are not God. Gods they had not known. Gods that recently appeared. Gods your ancestors did not fear. 
You deserted the rock who fathered you. You forgot the God who gave you birth. The Lord saw this and rejected them because he was angered by his sons and daughters. I will hide my face from them, he said, and see what their end will be. For they are a perverse generation, children who are unfaithful. They made me jealous by what is no God and angered me with their worthless idols. I will make them envious by those who are not a people. I will make them angry by a nation that has no understanding. For a fire will be kindled by my wrath, one that burns down to the realm of the dead below. It will devour the earth and its harvests and set afire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap calamities on them, and spend my arrows against them. I will send wasting famine against them, consuming pestilence and deadly plague. I will send against them the fangs of wild beasts, the venom of vipers that glide in the dust. In the street, the sword will make them childless. In their homes, terror will reign. The young men and young women will perish, the infants and those with gray hair. I said I would scatter them and erase their name from human memory, but I dreaded the taunt of the enemy, lest the adversary misunderstand and say, Our hand has triumphed. The Lord has not done all this. Luke 12, 8-34 I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God. But whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, Tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, You have 
plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich toward God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Psalm 78 32 through 55. In spite of all this, they kept on sinning. In spite of his wonders, they did not believe. So he ended their days in futility and their years in terror. Whenever God slew them, they would seek him. They eagerly turned to him again. They remembered that God was their rock, that God Most High was their Redeemer. But then they would flatter Him with their mouths, lying to Him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to Him. They were not faithful to His covenant. Yet He was merciful. He forgave their iniquities and did not destroy them. Time after time, he restrained his anger and did not stir up his full wrath. 
he remembered that they were but flesh, a passing breeze that does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the wasteland. Again and again they put God to the test. They vexed the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power. The day he redeemed them from the oppressor, the day he displayed his signs in Egypt, his wonders in the region of Zoan, he turned their river into blood. They could not drink from their streams. He sent swarms of flies that devoured them and frogs that devastated them. He gave their crops to the grasshopper, their produce to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore figs with sleet. He gave over their cattle to the hail, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He unleashed against them his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility, a band of destroying angels. He prepared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave them over to the plague. He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt, the firstfruits of manhood in the tents of Ham. But he brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the wilderness. He guided them safely so they were unafraid, but the sea engulfed their enemies. And so he brought them to the border of his holy land, to the hill country his right hand had taken. He drove out nations before them and allotted their lands to them as an inheritance. He settled the tribes of Israel in their homes. Proverbs 12, 21 through 23. No harm overtakes the righteous, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Thank you, Father, for your word. And as we step into this new week, we take it all to heart. We are reminded that yesterday as we closed the week down, you counseled us to choose life, that the path had been set before us, blessing and life or death and cursing. And we get to choose. And so we invited your Holy Spirit to help us with that choice. And today, as we begin this week, we are counseled by Jesus, our Savior, that there is nothing to worry about. All we have to do is seek the kingdom first and everything else will be taken care of. And again, we invite your Holy Spirit into that. Show us all of the distractions as we continue through this season of Lent where we are surrendering everything in our lives, giving all to you and asking you to rearrange the priorities of our lives 
taking out whatever doesn't need to be there, inserting whatever does, and ordering it properly. Help us to understand that what you told us, Jesus, is true. All of the worry, all of the anxiety isn't adding a single day to our life. It isn't doing anything. But if we would humble ourselves, seek your kingdom first, and not worry, we could actually be choosing life. So help us do this. In this coming week, we ask. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website that is home base and that is where you find out what's going on around here. So be sure to stay tuned and stay connected. Uh, It's just a matter of days before we will begin the more gathering for women. So thank you for your prayers. A canopy of prayer is what we're asking for. That that mountain be encased in a bubble of prayer. Surrounded by the prayers of God's people so that the Holy Spirit may move freely and effectively uh, uh, causing rapid and irreversible change in, in lives that are coming to this mountaintop. So we thank you for your prayers over that. I remind you again that uh, even though we've come back from our pilgrimage to the land of the Bible for this year, There is another one coming up in 2020. Registration is open for that, and you can find out all about it at dailyaudiobible.com in the initiatives section. Just look for Israel 2020. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com as well. There's a link on the homepage. And uh, I'm humbled and thankful and grateful every day that Uh, that that we throw another log on the global campfire and that we're able to come together like we do. And uh, that happens because we do this together. So thank you for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996 Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174 And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, this is Sherry running desperately to God. Um, Brian, on March 28th, of 2019, you made a profound statement that just blew me away. It said, the way we can stay on the narrow path that leads to life is to fall in love with God. The rules and the regulations of our faith shows the outer boundaries we can go outside. Those boundaries, but it will lead to destruction. But the deeper we fall in love with God, and deeper the intimacy grows, the rules are less we think about, because we don't want to be anywhere outside his presence. God owes us nothing, and every day that I get up and exhale, praise needs to be on my lips. Thanks, everyone. Love you. Good morning uh, from Houston. My name is Victoria Grace. Um, I'm a first-time caller. 
It's actually my first year listening too. It's already been life changing. So thank you, Brian and Jill, for the work that you're doing for us. Um, I know it's a huge undertaking and definitely requires a lot of sacrifices. So thank you. I wanted to call in to ask for a little bit of prayer for myself. Um, March 31st, I found out that my biological father passed away. And I'd never met him in all my 23 years, but it was something that I wanted to do. I, on Friday, I was actually talking to my brother and I said, you know, I want you to come with me to meet him this summer. And that was a plan that we were making together. But um, two days later, he passed away. So I guess it wasn't in God's plan, but that's hard because it, it was in mine. So um, I haven't really told anybody so I just thought this would be the best way to reach out and get some support. Um, so maybe if you could just lift me up to God and ask him for emotional healing and peace and strength to get through this, because it's bringing up a lot of hurt and pain and regret and shame. So if you could just say a quick prayer for me, um, that would be great. Again, thank you so much. My name is Victoria Grace out of Houston. I love you all. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Good morning, family. It's Mary Lynn in New Brunswick, and I'm calling specifically this morning for uh, our sister in the Pacific Northwest or Southwest, I'm not sure. I think she said her name was uh, P.S. Uh, my dear sister, you're struggling with your marriage and temptations that are completely and totally from the pit of hell. And I am calling you because I've been there. Uh, I've felt those feelings. And I know how strong those temptations can be. But unless you are resolved um, in your commitment to your marriage, and not only to your marriage, but for me, it's never been so much about being committed to my husband, a person, but it's been committed to Jesus Christ and to the sacrifice that he has made for us. Um, I would never cheat on my husband, even when I'm tempted even when I'm unhappy, even when somebody else comes wearing those sheep's clothing and, and presents themselves as, as you know, my dream man, and it's happened, um, I would never cross that line because I'm not cheating on my husband. I'm cheating on Christ. And so, my heart breaks for you. And I'm not condemning you. And I want you to hear this in love. The word says in First Peter 3, what? Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words, but by the behavior of their wives. And sweet sister, you have a very difficult, but eternally consequential decision in front of you and I'm pleading with you to make the right one and this is my suggestion to you all contact all conversation all thought hello everyone my name is uh, Petrina and um, I'm so excited to have the opportunity to call in today I have been listening to the Daily Audio Bible for a few years now, I think since 2015, but today is the first time that I'm calling, and I'm 
so glad I have the opportunity to do this. The main reason I want to call is I would like to take a moment to just lift up all those that are um, feeling sick in spirit, all those that are sick in body. I just want to take a moment to lift up all those that have called about um, cancers or have called about different types of illnesses and those that haven't called in. So uh, let's pray. Father God, I just want to take a moment to thank you for who you are. I just praise your name that we have the opportunity to come into your presence. I just want to praise you and worship you. And Father God, I thank you that you are a God that answers our prayers. That you are a God that listens to each and every one of us, wherever we are in the world. Father God, I just want to pray that you lift up your healing touch onto those that are sick, those that are sick in body, those that are dealing with illnesses, those that are sick in spirit. Father God, I just want to pray that you give your healing touch to each and every one of them. The Father God, you just meet them at their point of need. The Father God, you meet them and that you heal them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.